Welcome to Glory to Glory, the radio teaching ministry of Calvary Chapel of the Harbor. Join us now in our study as we open the Word together. Allowing to the Lord to work through His Word and as we're interpreting Scripture with Scripture, but also what we're doing is we're making it relevant for today. We're not afraid to talk about things that are happening outside these four walls, if you will. And it's sad to say that's not happening a lot lately. Do you know that? So Paul's boasting about the church in Thessalonica, right? They were maturing. Persecution was taking place, but they were flourishing. I just want to say, what a blessing when you, when you watch the Lord working in people's lives uh, through the years. We're going to be celebrating May 18th. We're going to celebrate our 20-year anniversary here. We started in this community in 2003. 20 years we're going to celebrate our 20-year anniversary. That's, a, that's just amazing that what God is doing here in our midst. And so we're not saying we're the only church, but there's a, there's a remnant of churches that are actually being relevant today as we just looked at here. That's, that's terrible. I believe it's very possible we're living today, it's, it's in the apostate state, the apostate church, where churches are not being relevant, they're not teaching the word of God, and that's terrible. Uh, one good thing which I believe is happening is uh, it was told to me there was a church that uh, their, their church is being emptied because they're not being relevant, and they basically, this was, came through the leadership, they said, find out what they're doing at Calvary of the Harbor, because we want to do what they're doing, because they've got a, a lot of people. And listen to this. So listen, so they're changing the way they do things. They're becoming relevant now, and they're teaching the Bible being relevant. So God is using even that to just wake up some of these other churches. So praise God. But again, so let's go back in the text. Let's look at this. What is he boasting about? He's boasting about their patience and their faith. That word can also be translated faithfulness. We'll look at that. They're being faithful under persecution. They're being faithful under attacks. I, I want to break down these words a little bit. Uh, again, their faith, but they were being faithful. And can I say this the best way I can uh, for all of us that are here? If you're being faithful, continue to be faithful for what God has called you to do. If you're not being faithful, get back in the battle and be faithful for whatever God has for you. God wants us to be faithful. This church that Paul's boasting in, they're, they're faithful. They're being faithful even though persecution comes. Persecution means... Uh, uh, the, the, liter the word literally means to drive away, to, to follow after. Typically, these are attacks outside the church. Here, I'm going to challenge you with this. Are you under attack? And you might say, if you're saying right now, no, of course not, I'm not under attack, then actually you're not in a good place. <laughs> Seriously, you should be under attack. When we're effective, when we share the gospel, when we preach the word of God, when we're there being effective as salt and light in the earth, there's going to be an attack. There's going to be persecution. Why? The enemy's going to continue to attack to what? To, to drive you away from the Lord and the things of the Lord, uh, to follow after you. And that's, that's what happens. When we're, when we're being effective, the enemy's going to come in outside the church. Uh, I expect it outside the church, but I hate when it happens inside the church. You know what I mean? That's real ugly when it's inside the church, when these attacks are happening inside. But uh, outside the church, I, I, I expect it. I look for it. I, I'm, I'm expecting it. But it, it can happen inside the church, and it shouldn't happen inside the church. 
And that can happen when you have people that are fleshed out inside the church, people that are, you know, they're, they're living a, a, a sinful lifestyle and they're just filled with sin and, de, and debauchery and all. And they come in the church and they're la, 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 and they're causing all kinds of problems. Lord, help us. Tribulation is trials, afflictions, uh, pressures. And, and so when we're effective, when we're being used by God, these things are gonna happen. But the, what they did is it says they endured. And that means they, they were able to bear with it and press forward. And, and so it's so good when we, under the attacks, we realize that God's gonna mature us and we bear with it and, and we watch uh, the, the hand of the Lord working in our lives. As mentioned in the announcements, we went to Planned Parenthood there in Westminster. It was a good group. There was a, a blessing that uh, the Lord brought these, the group out. So we went on a prayer walk. We knew we were being effective because we had people honking, waving in a good way, right? But then other people were like, where they were so angry at us. So two stood out. One lady, she, she rolls her window down and she's, she's looked at, we actually went to the, 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 the end of the street, looked at my wife and I and she says, get out of here, get out of here. And she's like, ah, ah. <laughs> I was like, really? We've got signs in our hands and we're just saying, you know, we're, we're praying and really we're just, we're bothering you that much? And my wife's so cute. She went like this with her sign and she's like, Another lady was screaming at us. She says, we have choice, we have choice. But it was interesting when we were singing to the Lord, amazing grace. Someone told me, I didn't see this one, but uh, an ambulance driver came by and he was giving sign language to us with one finger, not this finger though. <laughs> and I could tell you something, when we were there, the, the spiritual, I could sense the spiritual battle that was happening. Why? Because lives were at stake. Talk about front lines. That's, that's front lines. I, I believe, I trust, I hope that there was at least one baby that was saved when we were there yesterday. One, one baby. I didn't see very many cars pulling in when we were there the whole time. I didn't see any pulling. Someone said someone pulled around the back, but I didn't see one car pulled in. So I believe what happens, they see us, they're like, oh, I better reschedule this. I'm not gonna go there. And, and maybe they'll, they'll change their eyes. We're praying and the Lord will change their hearts to save that child, amen. amen. But there's the, there's the battle. I learned to expect it. That's light persecution. I believe that persecution and tribulation will continue to increase around the world, and it's gonna happen even, it's gonna be even more intense here in this country, as we're gonna see. So we had light, I mean, talk about, so what? People are like getting mad at us, and they're yelling at us. I'm like, that's not a big deal. But did you see what's going on in the UK? Is that like watching a terrible End Times movie? Are you protesting? No. Do you know where you're at? Yeah, I'm outside of a, an abortion clinic. Are you praying? maybe in my head, you're under arrest. Jesus said, if the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would do what? Yet because you're not of the world, but I chose you, can we say that out loud, please? Do you know that you're called out of the world? Guys, we're not of this world. Let's not be of this world. Let's realize we, as believers, we've been called out we're separated out of this world. What? What for? To share the good news, to, to, to be set apart for the use of God's glory, to be used, separated unto him. 
And when you do that, listen, you will be hated. We want to be liked, don't we? I want everyone just like me, please like me. How come we only got four likes on that particular post? I thought it was so good. Don't they like me? Oh, they put a heart, they love me. Be careful, be careful. Guys, listen, we are in a battle. I know I'm just, I, for a lot of you, I'm preaching to the choir, but we are in a battle. But, but beware of the, the, uh, wanting the approval of man all the time. Do they like me? Do they not like me? Well, uh, we're not to be men pleasers. We're to be pleasing to God. Is, God. is God pleased with you? That's what really counts. And when we're pleased, when he's pleased with us and we're following after his ways and we're the light of the world and we're salt of the world, there's gonna be opposition. And, and I don't like the opposition, but we're to expect opposition. The church that we're reading about had heavy opposition, but yet they flourished so much so. Paul the apostle says, I'm boasting in these guys. Everywhere I go, I'm talking. Look at what these guys are doing. They're being effective. They're maturing. Yet because you're not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world does what? Remember the word that I said to you. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, Jesus talking, they, all, they will also what? Persecute you. If they kept my word, they will keep yours also. If, if, they're, if they're people of the word of God and they're changed, they're gonna, they're gonna cling to you. They're gonna believe you. Trials. Guys, I, the good news is the trials and the persecution we go through, uh, listen, please, they're there to help us depend more on the Lord. They're there to, to help us to mature in the things of God. God wants us to, but what happens many times is we want to get out of the trial. We want to get out of the difficult time. We're like, just get me out of here. Instead of pressing in and saying, God, no, don't get me out. What do I get out of this trial? What are you trying to teach me in this trial? Give me the wisdom that I need to be able to press forward in this trial that I could be effective for your kingdom. Amen? Amen. The trials are always going to happen, but we have a choice. As believers in Jesus Christ, are we going to press through the trials and, and be victorious in Christ and have wisdom from above and depend more on him? Or are we going to retreat? And my encouragement to all of us, if you don't get anything else out of this, please get this. Please, don't retreat. Go forward. Let God use you because the harvest is plentiful. The labors are few. There, there's very few out there that are really being effective for the kingdom's sake. And God wants to use every one of us. And God desires that you press forward. Don't run away from the trial. Run into the trial and ask the Lord, okay, God, what am I supposed to get out of this? What are you trying to teach me out of this? Remember when uh, Solomon, when he first became king, he was young and he was inexperienced and God gave him wisdom. Remember he had a trial. Remember that? Remember, there was two women that they were living together. They were called harlots, remember? And they both had newborn babies. Remember, one of the ladies, she, she came to the king and says, King, uh, we both had newborn babies, but, but this woman, she, she rolled over in the night and, and, and killed her child accidentally. And she, while I was sleeping, she switched the children. And I went to nurse my newborn baby and I realized it wasn't my child and he was dead, it was her child. And, and then the other woman says, no, she's lying. That's the live one's mine and she's lying to you. And the king had a trial. Do you remember what he did? Yes. Isn't it awesome? Just a reminder, he says, give me a sword. I don't know about you, when I read things, I picture it, whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> and then the people around like, what is he gonna do? And he says, here, cut that baby in half, the live one. And the lady that had the child, the one that, that the child was really her, she says, no, no, don't kill, don't kill the child. 
And the other one says, well, yeah, just go ahead, divide them. The other one said, let him be neither mine nor yours, but divide him. So the king answered and said, give the first woman the, li the living child and by no means kill him. She is the mother, right? And then what happened? Listen, this was a trial, one of his first tests. All Israel heard the judgment which the king had rendered and they feared what? The king. And they saw that the wisdom of God was in him to administer justice. Trials are for us. Battles are for us. Persecution is taking place, as you just saw the one here. I mean, look at that. Is that just crazy? Did you ever think we'd live in a day where we're reading a headline that says, Sat Satanic Temple to Open the World's First Religious Abortion Clinic Offering Abortion Rituals? That's evil. But it's happening today. Then you have this. Nebraska Democratic State Senator proposes amendment to bar kids from attending church events. So I guess she's fighting back because there's some that are upset because they don't want their children to be a part of these drag queen things. And so they're protesting. They're saying, no, we're going to have to change that. And she says, oh, really? Then we're going to bar you, the kids from going to church events. We're in a battle, guys. We're in a battle. But God is good. Amen. The battles are for us. The battles are there to mature us. God wants to use those battles. God doesn't want us to run away from those battles if we'll allow him to. As I mentioned, Wednesday, was, we were, when we went to Washington, D.C., and it was a mission field, and I just, I loved it. It was something funny happened when we were on the plane. Eric had his meal, and he had a little dessert was a little dark piece of chocolate and you know wrapped up and I said can I see that for a minute and I love dark chocolate but I can't have milk so I read it and there's no no milk in it and I said well yeah it's got no milk and he says no you just eat it and I said no no it's yours I just wanted to see if it had and he goes no no eat it. so I ate it and I'm like that was delicious <laughs> so when we're in DC we're going to the different sites and all which my first time being there was, was so awesome but I saw this chocolate store and I thought, I need more dark chocolate. <laughs> it's been a while, and I need more dark chocolate. So we went into this place, and here we found some dark chocolate, which was good, but that's not what the Lord had for us there. It wasn't, that wasn't the reason why we were there. So the owner is from Korea, and there was a worker there. So we just started sharing the Lord with them, and God was moving. And then we find out, listen to this, the owner, she's from Korea. Her grandmother was from North Korea. And she escaped out of North Korea and then was a missionary. But this lady's not a Christian. And I looked at her. I says, I believe we are an answer to your grandmother's prayer. She's like, what? I says, I'm sure your grandmother was praying for you and you guys need to know Jesus. So we shared the gospel and, and so we're, we're sharing and we're, we're, we're going back and forth. Well, while we're doing this, the UPS guy kept coming in. He's, he's like making all this noise and I'm thinking, you know, and then she's getting distracted. I'm thinking... And, I was realizing, wait, the enemy wants to distract us. So I'm like, no. So we're talking, Eric's talking, I'm praying, Lord, please just remove this distraction. So he went away, I'm like, okay, good, good, good. Then he comes back in with a bunch of packages, banging things up, I'm like, Lord, just remove this distraction and so we can share. So we, we're sharing with them, they're crying, we prayed with them, and uh, we even found out that their business was been, has been doing real bad since COVID, so we prayed that the Lord would bless the business. And as we're praying, people are walking in, as we're praying, bless the business, we're like, wow, thank you, Lord, for answering those prayers too. But my point is, listen, I expect distraction when I'm sharing, 
And that's, that's part of it. We're gonna be distracted and the enemy's gonna try to come in and, and rob uh, the gospel from going out. But it's so awesome when you see the work of the Holy Spirit taking place, amen? amen. You guys know this. James says, James chapter one, verse two, it says, my brethren, count it all. Can we say it out loud? Right. When you fall into various, right. knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, but let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So these trials are gonna take place. Have joy, don't worry. God's trying to mature you. He's trying to grow you. He's trying to develop in you. But listen to what it says in context here. The next verse, it says, if anyone lacks what? Let him ask of God who gives to all generously, liberally, and without reproach, and it will be in context, this is saying, when trials come, have joy. Why? Because God's maturing you. But look to him for wisdom. When we run away from trials, we don't gain wisdom. When we run away from trials, we don't gain maturity. And there's times that I just want to live in a glass bubble and say, okay, just no trials, nothing bad. This is where I want to be. And I want to go to a Christian church and then go to a Christian coffee house and I want to go to a Christian, you know, but that's not what God wants. But listen, he matures us in it and he gives us wisdom. And then guess what? You go through that trial and we've talked about this before. Guess what? Another one comes. And then he develops you and he matures you. And guess what? Another one comes and he develops you and matures you. But I don't want, and I don't want anyone here in this room and those that are watching us downstairs, I do not want it to be where I fail the test. Because you know what God does, right? You take the whole test over. I'm gonna ask you this. In your life, are you taking the test over and over and over and over? And God's like, no, it's an open book test pass this one. I want to mature you. I want to develop you. I want to work in you by my Holy Spirit and allow him to work by his Holy Spirit. So back in our text, verse 5, which is manifest evidence of the righteous judgment of God. What? The suffering? The difficulties? That you may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God of which you also suffer. Sometimes we think when the suffering happens or persecution happens, we're like, God, where are you? Why aren't you here? And God's saying, no, 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 I'm allowing that. Why? To make it evident that I'm going to judge this world. What do you mean? When people hate us for no reason, it's like, wait, they hate God. And it's, it's evident that they hate God. And, the, and they, when people are so vile and so ugly, it's like, wait a second, God is going to judge this. God is going to make this right. So it's, it's evident that God is going to do a work. I, I think about years ago when we had a men's retreat at a hotel, and God you know, did a great work there. During our break, we were talking with a group that were part of a memorial service. And a couple of us were there. We were just kind of loving on the people and we felt really bad. This man's wife passed away and, and the son was there and we were just kind of, you know, just kind of ministry to them. And it was going, it was going, listen, it was going so great that they invited us to come in and eat with them. And so we're getting ready to go eat with them because we're like, God's opening the door here. And I, before we did, I just stopped. I said, I just want you guys to know something. We're Christians. We're having a retreat here. And I just want to let you guys know Jesus loves you guys. The guy literally turned into a demon, if I could say it that way. <laughs> He said, get away from me, get out of my face, leave now. And I said, well, wait a second. All I said is we're having a retreat, we're Christians, and Jesus loves you? I didn't even share the gospel with them. Jesus loves you? 
And I kid you not, his son's like 14 years old, big kid. He goes like this with his chest out. He's pushing me with his chest like this, like he wants to like fight with me. I'm like, are, I'm, I'm like, are you guys serious? You're that upset because Jesus loves you? And the kid's like, you heard him. Get out of here. And I'm like, what is going on? It's manifest evidence. It's reality. People hate God. And judgment is coming. And, and listen, when you look at what's going on and you see what's going on today, there, there's a part of me that says, okay, God, there's some real evil people like George Soros and some of these others. It's like, God's going to bring judgment. And it's evident that his judgment's coming. Philippians 1.27 says, only let your conduct be worthy of the... So whether Paul's talking to the church in Philippi, I, I want to slow this down. I know I'm looking at the time and I'll wind this down as quick as I can, but Paul talking to the church in Philippi says, only let your conduct be worthy of the gospel. What's the gospel? The good news that Christ died for us? Paul's saying there should be such a change in your life that your conduct should be different. So that whether I come and see you or absent, I may hear of your affairs that you stand fast in what? One spirit, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the what? In other words, you're, you're sharing, you're, you're, you're being used by God. And, and so Paul's saying, I, if I'm there, I wanna, I wanna make sure I see the, the progress with you guys, or I wanna hear about the progress with you guys. For he goes on to say, for to you it's been granted on behalf of Christ not only to believe in him, and I believe so many fall in this category. Oh, I believe in Jesus. I'm going to heaven. I said the prayer. But also to do what? To suffer for his sake. Having the same conflict, what kind of conflict did Paul have? A lot of conflict. Why? Because he shared the gospel. He's writing this letter from prison. He's in chains. And he's writing this letter saying, hey guys, I, I hope you guys are sharing the gospel. I hope you guys are doing what you're supposed to be doing. I, I know you say you believe in him and that's good, but I pray your conduct, conduct lines up with that. Having the same conflict which you saw in me and now here is in me. It was evident back talking about the church in Thessalonica. It was evident that God was at work. So much so Paul went around and boasted about this church wherever he went. I pray, I hope, I trust that there is such an evidence that God is in our midst. Don't you love when you see the hand of the Lord at work? Listen, your flesh is real. The world wants to draw you away from the things of God. Your flesh wants you to fall back in your old past patterns. There's, there's opposition for every one of us and, and the enemy is real. My encouragement is please just press forward. Go into the battle. Don't run away from the battle. Don't get caught up in this world. The time we have here is a vapor. It's short. Only what we do for Christ will truly last for all eternity. Be encouraged. Keep seeking the Lord. The opposition, it's for you. It's not against you. The opposition, anything that comes your way, it's for you. But I want to see the hand of the Lord working in all of our lives. I want to see him at work. And it's so awesome when you see this like evident that God is there with us. Amen? So as we close, counted worthy, as I mentioned at the start, because of Jesus Christ, when you give your life to Christ, you repent of your sins, and he lives inside of you by his Holy Spirit, each of us are counted worthy. We're going to go to heaven. But I pray, I hope, I trust that our lives would be truly separated to him. God has separated you for a plan, for a purpose. You're separated. God wants to use you right where you're at, in your workplace, in your neighborhood, 
with people that are around you. God wants to use you. Do not ever be ashamed of the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The righteous are bold as lions. I pray, I hope, I trust that each one of us have great boldness to share the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hi, this is Pastor Joe, and I'd like to take a moment to personally invite you to one of our three services here at Calvary Chapel of the Harbor in Huntington Beach. Our service times are 9 a.m., 10.45 a.m., and 12.30 p.m. Please come and say hi after the service. I would love to meet you. For more information, check out our website at ccoth.com. That's ccoth.com. God bless you. You've been listening to Glory to Glory with Pastor Joe Pettick and Outreach of Calvary Chapel of the Harbor. If you would like to enter into a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, call now at 714-788-8221. That's 714-788-8221. Our new location is at 4121 Warner Avenue in Huntington Beach at the beautiful Huntington Harbor Marina. Now, may we continue to go to His throne of mercy as He changes us from glory to glory.